Hello, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. It's the Bayside Report. It is Wednesday, no, sorry, it's Tuesday, November 22nd. It'll be Wednesday, November 23rd tomorrow. Happy Thanksgiving. Turkey Day. Two more days. Two more motherfucking days. We've come a long way since we've started this journey. Let's get our soundboard cracking. Let's get our soundboard popping. Guys, I don't have a lot of shit to talk about today. I'll be completely honest, but I'm flying back to Pittsburgh tomorrow in the afternoon. I'm not going to have time to hop on the motherfucking podcast. So here I am, live in the flesh, 4.23 p.m. It's a fucking Tuesday afternoon in Tampa, Florida. I sat on the toilet last night for a solid hour and just read fucking Wikipedia articles. And I'll tell you what, it was a really good time. I had a blast. I was reading about climate. I was reading about cities in India. Cities that are beyond massive. Way bigger than, say, Tampa or Miami or whatever. You wouldn't even hear about them. You wouldn't even know they exist. Welcome to the show, everybody. How was everyone's weekend? I think it was light-up night in most cities. Most cities. We had ours. Tampa had ours. I, I, I went down and checked it out. It's a nice little Christmas town. It was kind of a... I don't know. Tampa feels like Georgia in the winter. Tampa feels tropical. One of my fucking Randy Rosarena bobblehead fell over. Tampa feels like tropical in the summer. And in the winter in some parts. Out by the beach. Say like St. Pete Beach. You got the Mexican fan palms. Looking real tropical and shit. But some parts of Tampa look more southern. You know. That kind of fucked me up a little bit. When I first moved here. When I really started realizing how. How um much more tropical it is in Miami and West Palm. It's night and day. And I was reading about that on the on the toilet last night too about Wikipedia. Jimmy Wales is actually from St. Pete and lives here, I guess. And he started Wikipedia from St. Pete and has one of the servers here. The more you fucking know. But I was reading about how that climate, it kind of Once you get about an hour or two south, then you start hitting that tropical land. But it's still, Tampa's right on the cusp of that subtropical. I think West Palm's like considered a full tropical-ass rainforest climate. Tropical rainforest. Their trees, their palm trees are way prettier. The ones here are fucked up. I know there there was a palm tree disease going around. I read about that on Wikipedia too last night. We're three for three on Wikipedia. But I read about, it's Texas something, Texas palm tree disease. But if you look at the some of the palm trees around here, look fucked up. And maybe they were better before this Texas palm tree disease ran through and fucked them all up. But they need revamped. They need revitalized. I don't think it hit the palm trees down south near Miami. Because theirs are just, you know, they're lush, they're green, they're pretty. Of course, West Palm's one of the richest areas in the U.S. So, of course, shit's going to be pretty high level there i'm very excited for thanksgiving though um it's not gonna be too cold up there not gonna be too cold i saw it's gonna be high 40s low 50s maybe dip to 40 30s no snow no five degree weather no 10 degree weather no 15 degree weather i'm glad it's not gonna i was worried about a fucking seems like every time i fly there's a system countrywide storm coming through 
dumping three feet of snow and just ruining everything. How about Buffalo getting like three to six feet of snow and they didn't have the football game? I don't blame them. It would have been a disaster. No one, no way it would have even been humanly possible to play in that kind of snow. People getting buried, little kids getting buried in the snow, getting snowed on, lose a bunch of kids in the snow if that happened. No one's getting home. How the fuck are you getting home? You can't even have the snowmobile around. Can't drive. I don't know if you can drive in six feet of snow. I really don't think you can. I really don't think you can drive in six feet of snow. But hey, who the fuck am I? I don't know. That happened. The Steelers almost won. The Steelers almost won. I was saying during the game, I mean, Kenny's coming... Kenny's looking more confident. Kenny's looking more confident. George Pickens, he dropped a few balls, but it's okay. It's okay for now. You know, it was okay for Deontay Johnson in the beginning a little bit. Then there's a point where it wasn't okay. And then him, he's just trying to play basketball and juke everyone out. Just get yak, bro. Catch the ball and run. Dive forward. We don't give a fuck. You don't have to dance around. That's how you lose yards. That's how you lose yards. The Steelers are fucked, though. T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt had a sick interception. He just kind of did some shit like that. It was jumper, boom. Caught it within a minute or a second the ball was thrown. The World Cup. The U.S. draw yesterday. Didn't watch it. Heard they just shit the bed in the second half. England got a massive, a huge win. I think they played Saudi Arabia. Croatia, I don't have the jersey on. It's over there. It's right behind me. But my, they're playing tomorrow. Wear my jersey on the plane, winner, loss. Back home to Pittsburgh. Twitter's been nuts, too. I Last week, Elon had a meeting with everyone in Twitter. In the, head, in the HQ. Just told everyone to come in and talk. I guess they all bullshitted all night. All these characters are back on... Andrew Tate's back on Twitter. He's been going AWOL. His shit keeps coming up on my feed. He He's he's funny. I know... Yeah, I know Andrew Tate says some fucked up shit. Yada, yada, yada. But kind of comedic. Just the way he, he says some shit. Obviously, I don't agree with everything he says. Trump's back on Twitter, but I think he's, he's not coming back. He is truth social now. I think that ship has sailed for him. I really don't think he likes Elon Musk that much either. I think he's... I think he's hesitant of Elon Musk. This trip home, though, to Pittsburgh, I'm about to fucking kill food. I'm about to destroy food all weekend long. So I fly in. I fly in Wednesday. We're probably going to start with like a... Maybe a gyro. Gyro dinner. A few beers. Then hit the pizza. I missed the Pittsburgh pizza. We're going to hit the pizza. Then we're going to hit more pizza, Italian hoagies. I know I know everyone doesn't call them hoagie, Italian sub for you fucking non-Northeasterners. Destroy Italian hoagies. Destroy them. Shout out to Scooch's Pizza, Hopewell Township, the best Italian hoagie in Pittsburgh. All my good buddies up there. That's actually a pizza shop I worked at in high school while I was in flight school. I smoked a pack of cigarettes a day. I'd 
get up early, go to flight school, fly fly here and there, and then I drive down to Scooch's Pizza, smoke a pack of cigarettes on the way, and deliver pizzas, people's pizza while smoking cigarettes in the car. Don't ever smoke cigarettes. It's a dirty fucking habit. Dirty habit. I don't even know how I got into cigarettes. Was it societal pressure? We were always, we always fucked around in the woods when we were little kids. When we were like 10, 10 or 11, we'd get a high schooler to buy us a cigarillo. A Swisher Sweet. We wouldn't put any weed in it or anything. We'd just go smoke the cigarillo in the woods. And think we were badass. Take, you have the drawstring bag and you have the axe. You got the axe and a hoodie in the bag. You just douse yourself in axe. You just smoked a 99-cent cigar in the woods. You're feeling like a fucking man. I don't know how we got to this point. Oh, yeah. When I used to deliver pizza and smoke cigarettes. Yeah, terrible habit. And they honestly would make me sick at certain points. Like a cigarette. Now, if I was to try a cigarette, I'd, I'd get sick. Get nauseous. You get dizzy. And I don't understand drunk cigarettes. I never was a fan of drunk cigarettes because when I'm drunk and you put that cigarette in me, that's when the fucking, that's when the table starts spinning. That's when the tornado starts revving up. I, I'm not doing too hot when you put a cigarette in my mouth after eight or nine Miller lights. That, that, that's a spell for the fucking toilet. Sounds like a throw up. But yeah, a lot of good food in Pittsburgh, gyros, pizza. All week, I have a I have a doctor's appointment in January, and then I go back in December again. I turn around and go back in three weeks to eat more shit. Plus, my family's lovely cooking. My cholesterol's gonna be fucked. Come January first, but my perspective has changed a lot. Twenty twenty two, just so much. I feel like I've been not to warm back, but I've been I've been on a journey. I've been on a journey this year, so I drove down to to Florida to my friend friend's apartment in Daytona, who's in school there in January, and a lot of things start happening in my life. The company I was with at the time kind of started digressing, internal issues, and me and a buddy drove down 13 and a half hours to Daytona Beach, and you know, when I got there, it's, this feels good. This feels right. I feel like I belong here. And I don't know if people are into angel numbers. My listeners, the only few of you that are out there, or how many, I know I have like 230 downloads. But, anyways, angel numbers. I've been seeing 222 and 111 for a while, for a long time. And I'm very spiritual. I believe in God. I believe in angels, you know, deceased relatives and friends. A certain point, January of 2021, I started seeing that number every day, all day, constantly, mixed with 111. I still do to this day. And ever since I've seen that number, good things have happened. I've just been led on this path to where I'm sitting right now with you guys. So when I went and we finished the 13 and a half hour drive, maybe it's pure coincidence, but you know, as a spiritual person, I like to think it's legit. I put my car in the car in park to my friend's apartment. It says 222 on my gap, my left till empty. Exactly when I put it in park. Crazy. 
I've been seeing it a lot lately too. There was a girl, this was a while ago. There's, I could name you thousands of instances. But 222, I've looked into it. It essentially means that you're on the right path. Now, there's a lot of definitions for these angel numbers. A lot of them are generic. A lot of them are kind of the same. Abound. 555, another one I saw, that's change. I've been seeing that one a lot too. I would see it a lot in May, right? When I kind of got the idea that I wanted to do this. And that's when I was kind of in a frustrated period of my life where I, was, I wanted to do it. I didn't know how, but I keep seeing that number. But when I see those numbers, it, it makes me feel comforted. It makes me feel like I am on the right path because I'm working towards something. I'm working hard for something. I'm manifesting, I'm wishing it, and I want it to come true. So I think it's kind of my angels, the spirits. You know, I have a lot of deceased relatives. I think it's them saying, hey, you're doing good. Just keep going. Just keep going. So I don't know if anyone has experience with angel numbers, but just an interesting thing I've been noticing this whole year. So when I came here in January and that happened, I actually got really fucking sick that weekend. Like bad, I assume, food poisoning mixed with alcohol. I don't want to say alcohol poisoning, but being overserved, plus driving on and off, you know, me and another person taking turns driving 13 hours, sleeping in a hotel, probably exhaustion too. But I ended up getting really sick that weekend. But the plan, I, I was staying here in Tampa for a few weeks and working remote. So throughout those two or three weeks I was here, all I could think about was how do I stay? How do I just go home, pack my stuff up and come right back? And that's what I did. I was here while I was here working remote. I, I interviewed and on the very last day when I was going to drive home, I already, I already resigned from my job. In, in Pennsylvania, it was it was going downhill, so I resigned. I said, fuck it, I'm not doing it. Went and interviewed. Didn't get the confirmation that day, but it seemed, you know, minus 5,000 that they were going to hire me. And they did. They offered me four days later when I returned home, but I left Tampa and I drove all, I drove back to Daytona, stopped for a night at that same friend's house and drove all the way back up. So now we're in February right around the Super Bowl. That's when I, you know, two weeks, packed it all and headed down to Florida. And I've been here from February onwards. And it's just been an adventure of a year. I've, I've learned a lot. I've faced a lot of adversity and challenges. There, I mean, moving to a new state a thousand miles away, that alone will bring any adversity. But I learned a lot about myself. My tolerance for annoying things went through the roof because here let's face it people driving down the road can make you angry just based on the driving skills of other drivers i learned how to deal with that you know there's a lot of things in florida that teach you how to deal with bullshit and not let it affect you so when that person driving down the road cuts me off or whatever it doesn't bother me anymore i learned how to handle stress in, in the workplace. I, I didn't know. I didn't handle it very well. In Pennsylvania, I let it, I let my job consume my life. But here I learned how to, once you hit, I get off work at four o'clock. Once you get off, once four o'clock hits, it's done. It's over. Done. You're done. In Pittsburgh, I, I couldn't get that. 
you know, it hurt me because I'm I'm giving my energy to a business. I'm giving my energy to shareholders of a company or a board. For what? For their benefit. You know, and obviously you're getting paid and benefits and retirement. But I started to realize, don't let this racket consume you. You know, don't let the racket consume you. You have to have your own passions. You have to have your own goals and dreams. Your own goals and dreams. And I was, I'm guilty. I'm, you know, everyone has a phone addiction nowadays. I think it's, everyone does. Everyone has a phone addiction. Let's not be stupid. I mean, some people don't. Some people don't. But most people do. Why the fuck? Why did I say that? Where was I going with it? I know where I was going with the phone addiction talks. Everyone, you know, obviously you go to work. You come home. What do you do? You sit on your phone all day. All night. All night. You, you come home from work. Maybe you have some dinner. You eat your dinner, but you lay in bed all night and sit on your phone and scroll Instagram. Or YouTube. I've noticed... So I've gotten caught in that trap once or twice, but I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm wasting my fucking time. I'm wasting my time. Why am I doing this? So just being aware of shit like that. Now, instead of scrolling on your phone, why don't you read an article about investing? Why don't you read an article about starting your own business or reselling shit on eBay? Something I need to get back into because that is a great, a great side hustle. Things like that. I try to make use of my time now and ever since I moved here that's kind of the theme we've been on is you know facing adversity moving to a new state a lot of people come here to party a lot of people come to Florida to party and a lot of people don't last here long a lot of people you know get worn out pretty quick because let's face it 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 does you know it it's not always vacation I think I was talking to a doctor about this when I first got here and he told me he said hey He goes, you see all these people around you? They probably aren't going to be here long. They're going to get burned out. They're going to run out of money. They're probably going to get homesick and want to go home because they treated this as just an ultimate vacation. Sure, they worked, but they're out five nights a week, wasting their money, you know, pissing money away, not not trying to build a business, just submitting their time to their nine to five. He said, you have the chance. If you work hard, you pick something. He told me, he's like, you pick a business, you pick real estate, blah, 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 blah. He didn't say pick a podcast, but that's, you know, that's how it translated to me. He said, if you pick something and stick to it and work hard and don't get caught up in the vacation lifestyle, you'll be the landlord here. You'll be, you'll be the one that's a fixture, a fixture, you know? And I never got caught up in that lifestyle a whole lot here. Maybe a little bit when I first moved here, but it, even after a month, I was like, all right, how many times can I go to the beach all weekend and sit here and, you know, and spend money and waste? I was never that person to begin with. So it was, it's been a seamless and perfect transition for me. Florida is a place where I found myself, you know, through just vitamin D, having sunshine. It's 76 degrees outside right now. I can go out and bike. Just more motivation, more... Just more of a purpose for me, you know? I, I would get I would get sad and just, you know, in the wintertime, especially up north, and just sit inside all winter. And it wasn't good for me. You know, I wasn't... And I always think, you know, what if I did think of this podcast idea in Pittsburgh when I still lived there? 
that I don't think I ever would have because I wasn't hungry enough for it. Everything happened in my life for a reason. And when I was living in Pittsburgh, I, you know, it's like, do I vlog? Do I try and be a Nelk boy? Do I just take a GoPro and drink Coronas while I'm at the bar? Nah, that wasn't it. I wasn't going to do it. But I wouldn't have even thought to do any of this if I wasn't on the path I was on. And obviously moving to a new place, it's, it's a reset. So I had a lot of time to think about. I really thought about my life when I first got here. It's like, I need to do something. I didn't know if it was a business. I knew I wanted to get in entertainment, but I was like, eh, how do I do it? You know, how do I enter them? I just thought, buy a studio and fucking do it. So here we are, and it's November of 2022. This kind of came to fruition in May. A lot can change in a month, two months, six months, a year, guys. A lot for me. A year ago right now, I was living in the south side of Pittsburgh, consumed by a job I didn't like. But I thought I did. Because every, you know, every recent college graduate, you know, it takes time for you to learn your shit. It takes time for you to learn your perspective on the adult world and what you want to do with it. Where you want to take it. So... It's been a journey. And we still have a whole month left. We still have December. Christmas is just a special time. It's been cold here. It's been cold. I knew I was talking shit earlier on in this podcast about how people were overreacting. But no, I agree. I agree. Sunday night, I thought I was... I'm sitting inside in a hoodie and sweatpants. And I I, I was kind of freaked out a little bit in my head because I felt like I was back home. I didn't feel a difference inside not looking out a window. And even that first second you step outside, it's that 52 degree cold rain hits you in the face. You think it's going to be a snow flurry. You're like, ah, it's just cold rain. It's not too bad. Blessings to everybody. Thank you to all for listening to the Bayside Report. I'm happy to have you all here. And we're live on all platforms. The whole damn thing. And I feel like we're getting stronger by the day. I get more comfortable by the day. I didn't I didn't write shit for this podcast. I wrote I wrote down Thanksgiving, family and friends, good food, Steelers and World Cup. That's really it. So I think I need to improv more. I think I just need to go on these tangents. Because you know, the last few podcasts I just try and, you know, hit sections. I try to hit a few sections. I like to, you know, bring in some funny news and the sports. And then bring in something to my life. But these improv podcasts are fun. Just got fucking go for it. Talk about whatever comes to your mind. All right, everyone. But like I said, this is going to be a shorter podcast today. I'm wrapping this shit up. I got to pack. I got to do laundry. I got to get ready for my trip to the great north. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Represent 412. I'll see all my lovely friends, my lovely family tomorrow. 24 hours, just about. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. If you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, happy week. I hope you have a great week. Eat turkey, eat stuffing. Do it all. Pumpkin pie. Talk to y'all soon once we return from the north.